Again, it's just in time. Accessories. Everything is only five dollars. Nickel and lead free jewelry. Tayama Copeland, independent paparazzi agent. Just in time accessories. Definitely have the bling and everything in between. Check her out. The chill zone. WTCZ Music Box Radio Every Monday and Wednesday night 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time 8 p.m. Central Standard Time With your host, Apostle D You can find it every Monday and every Wednesday At YouTube.com forward slash D-Man ABC3 Call in and request your favorite songs 
Let's have some fun. The call-in number is 682-200-9345. The Chill Zone. WTCZ. Music Box Radio. Every Monday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. With your host, Apostle D. Check it out. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. How's everybody doing tonight? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Anthony Brown Show. This episode that we call the ATL. Um, I'm your truly Mr. Anthony Brown, coming at you live, live, and always in color. And I have tonight my very lovely, my talented, my very much pregnant, my very much pregnant, but yet beautiful, Miss Tiama Sweetness. Hey, everybody. And I come with you, the bold, the beautiful, the sassy, but sexy, Miss T Savage. Hey. The fashionista, the um, Shawty Mac, the pimp, <laughs> Mr. Legacy, the great. <laughs> and none other than our guest co host, our brother from another mother, all the way from the chill zone, Mr. Apostle D. Lowe. What's up, everybody? What's up? How, how are everybody doing tonight? Good. 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 Everybody's doing great. Happy Friday. Woo-hoo. I know that it, it is. Isn't it a special day today or something? Good Friday. Good Friday. Good Friday. Good Friday. Every day is a good day to me. I always tell, you know, just, just the fact that I'm on this side of the earth, this side of the dirt, and I'm on the other side of the dirt, then that's a good day. <laughs> Turn to your name and say amen. Okay. The church mother, Isola Honda. Honda. I am happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. Um, listen, I just want to remind everybody out there in the in the um, viewer land and the viewership, definitely subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Really appreciate it so much. We're on our road to five thousand. So definitely subscribe, 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 subscribe. Like you, like you're going crazy. Hit that like button. Definitely the like button. The like button does something with YouTube, the algorithm, and let YouTube know, and they share my video with more people with similar interests. And comment below. When you comment below, we'll be able to see your comments live on the screen and respond to your comments. And again, I'm the Anthony Brown Show. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I was waiting for it. I knew it was coming. I knew you couldn't hold back that much. <laughs> I knew he couldn't hold back. Yes, he couldn't hold back. So anyway, we have a very, very interesting topic. Oh, um, hold on. T Savage, did you notice um you've been added to the lineup? Yes, I love it. On, on the fire. Appreciate it. Yes. I ain't like the fact that I was in church on most of the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Also, I don't know if Legacy's noticed it because you had your head down, Legacy, but um, I added um, Justin. To I saw the it. Yeah. I saw it. <laughs> Thank you. So that way we ain't got to forget no more. He's going to be at the beginning and the end. 
Tuesday and Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure you um, definitely hit, click the bell after you subscribe so that way you'll be notified every time we go live. Also, during the daytime, we sometimes, whenever we have something hot to talk about, we'll bring you midday tea. So that's not on a rotating schedule, but whenever we do have something to talk about, we'll definitely bring you midday tea. And also, the ATL, we have merchandise. Um, that will be coming soon. There's our supermodel to show you our merchandise. <laughs> Shorty, do out. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So definitely um, look forward to that and look out for that. We have a very interesting topic tonight. The topic tonight is domestic violence. Yes. Do you have a surprise for us? No. So, so you don't mad me sitting up here all night yesterday, thinking that you had a surprise for us last night. But you, the key word in that was you had yourself. That was your thoughts. Yeah. I, I didn't do anything to create that. <laughs> you told me. You told me to tune in to tomorrow. You asked, "Was there a surprise?" I said, "Tune in and see." And now that you tuned in, you see there's no surprise. <laughs> I love it. So I didn't. Leave, I didn't lead you on. You did. That's called anticipation. Legacy feels deceived. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So, so you did that. I'm sorry. Should I? Should I go on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm loud. He thought because we did a dedication to Kamal in the last video that, you know, Kamal usually sometimes send me an email or text message or whatever, and I share it, and that'd be the surprise. Mm -hmm. so, since I, so since I didn't tell y'all in advance that I had a surprise for y'all, he thought I was doing reverse psychology because if I would have said that, then y'all would know that it was Kamal. But since I didn't say it, he's assuming that there was one, I just didn't say it. So he psyched himself up for anticipation. Mm -hmm. So Get on with the business. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, um, the next topic is, um, like I said, domestic violence, a cry for help. And the, actually, National Domestic Violence Month is actually October. But since it was such a, a, a great topic, um, Danielle, are we disturbing you? Oh, no, no, no. I made a mistake. Oh, I was trying to turn my phone off, my other phone off. Um, so being that um, it was such a great topic, um, I said, well, let's talk about it. Um, also, the month of April, I think it's April 8th, is National Fitness Day. And I would like to commemorate that for the entire month of April. So if there's anyone out there that are fitness trainers, into health foods, into physical training, um, into meal prep, um, plans or whatever, and would like to come on the show and share your business or what you're doing, definitely inbox either of us and we'll definitely get back to you and we'll highlight you, your business, your website, or whatever you're doing for the month of April. So definitely get back to us because, um, like I said, in, in April, we're 
commemorating National Health and Fitness Month for the entire month, although it's really only recognized on April 8th. But um, anyway, I had a very interesting video I want to share with you guys tonight on domestic violence. It's um, another YouTuber. He put on a he does skits. Um, some of you may have heard of him. His name is Tim Bay. Tim Bay um, is a YouTuber and influencer. I've seen him on um, T.S. Madison's show many times. Um, he's hilarious. And his skits, he does all the characters. Um, so I was watching his um, YouTube channel, um, I think it was yesterday, and I ran across this, this very interesting video. And I thought it went very well with what we're talking about tonight. And it's going to set the, set, the, set, the, um, set the stage. So let me just get right into this video, and then we're going to talk about it. Best friend, I hope you're ready to get your ass with this in space, bitch. You, you know I stay ready for the space. You okay? Yeah, girl, why you why you say well, what happened to your face? Oh, this girl, um, you know I'm so clumsy, bitch, you know. That nigga been hitting me. He said he wasn't gonna do it no more. He really sorry. He he outside and he just wanna talk to me real quick. He outside of who else to wanna talk to who? Please, please, Fifi, bitch, please, please, please don't do nothing stupid, please. I'm not. I'm not gonna do nothing stupid. I only under one condition. He gotta talk to you inside the house, and I'll be in the other room looking out just in case. Either you gonna call him in here, or I'm about to go out there. What? Hey, can you come inside and talk to me real quick? She not even gonna be in here. She in the room. Just come inside, man, please. Fifi. I, I, I deserve that. I deserve that. You promised me you'll never hit me. And you lied. Fifi, I'm I'm truly sorry. Why well, wait sorry? Mainly from the bottom of my heart. Heart? So oh, you got one at all? Look, bitch, I'm trying to apologize to you. But if you're gonna sit here with a motherfucking attitude and not listen, you gonna hit me again like the pussy ass nigga that you are? What? Um she had said, uh, are you gonna hit her again like the pussy ass nigga that you are? So you putting your nosy mess ass friends in our business again? Huh? I, th I think you should leave. Leave? No, this party just getting started. He might run things over there at your house, but over here, and this motherfucker, he got me fucked up. Hey right, man, who the fuck you think you talking to, bitch? Bitch? Did I stutter? Uh-oh. No, you ain't stutter. 
But you about to be once this bullet get off of your motherfucking ass. So this is what the fuck we done came to. And ho, if you gonna pull a motherfucking gun out on me, bitch, you better use it. Who's stuttering now, bitch? What have you done? Nine one one. What is your emergency? Hello. Y yes, ma'am. Could you send help, please? Ma'am, calm down. What's going on? Is everything okay? My best friend and boyfriend—they were having a physical altercation, and I tried to stop him from hitting her, and he charged at me, and I had no choice but to shoot him in self-defense. Please send help. Okay, ma'am. Remain calm. I'm sending a police officer and an ambulance. Thank you. Okay, just remain calm. What you hit me for? For letting this dead ass nigga put his hands on you from the get? You gonna question me, tell myself, Babe, what have you done? Killed his motherfucking ass. What the fuck wrong with you? This nigga putting his hands on you? And you asking me, what have I done? You are my best friend, bitch. I would literally kill for you. Fuck him. He wasn't no real motherfucking man. Best friend, what if you go to jail behind this? I rest peacefully at night in my jail cell as long as I know that this fuck nigga ain't putting his hands on you. I was stupid in love with him. And I was hoping that one day he'd change. But he never did. It only got worse. And I feared. Every day I fear for my life. As I was watching the video, the only thing I could think about is Tiama. That's her. That was that's her. She that friend. Tiama the friend, yes. Yep. I slapped you for for even being with this fool, beating up on you. Yeah, that's all when I saw I see uh, this is this is definitely Tiama. But again, Tony, do I pull up? That you do. I don't give a fuck if I'm going to oh, oh. I pull all the way up. That, that, that's it. That's true. So um, let's let's talk about it. Let, let's talk about the scene. Anyone anyone have ever experienced domestic violence, either physically, personally, or have witnessed it through friends, relatives, family members? Let, let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. The floor is open. Do whoopings count? <laughs> <laughs> Discipline or child abuse? <laughs> nah, that was... Well, um, 
I have um I had a cousin who um that same situation uh where he at the end of where he shot her and said if I can't have you no one else can have you and she was in that same situation she tried to get out of the abusive relationship she broke it off with him many many times he went to where she was just like this video went to where she was and blew her brains out and he's right before he blew her brains out he said if I can't have you no one else can have you and then he blew his own brains out he's like if I can't have you no one else can have you that's it he killed her and himself yes Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Any anyone else? Mm-hmm. Um, I had a cousin that was in a uh, relationship. Um, her husband, um, you know, took her life, and um, I don't really know the details of it too much, but um, from what the neighbors were saying, because they live, you know far away from us, but from what the neighbors were saying, and it was all on the news, they said, yeah, we knew didn't like beat or whatever. So, that's, you know, yeah. Your cousin was a male or female? Uh, it was a she. Her husband killed her. Oh, I thought you said she took her own life. Her husband killed her. Yeah. Wow. Has anybody... Because um, usually when you hear the topic of domestic violence or domestic abuse, you, you tend to think it's the female that's getting abused or getting um, battered. But you do know that men also are abused or in these situations and get beat up or get um, verbally abused, physically abused. As well. That too. <laughs> um, it's, not, it's, not, it's not always just the female. But most of the time, and, I, and I, I'm not even going to say it's 50-50, but I'm going to just say that most times it's, it's known that it's the female because she's more prone to telling or calling the police or seeking help, whereas most men, because of their, their super masculinity, mm-hmm. um, they're more reluctant to tell or say anything or bring forth or say anything about it. It's, it's almost like, look like a punk. Right. It's, it's almost like a female beat your mind. It's almost like it's almost like a rape. You know, a woman's mm-hmm. gonna tell that she was raped, but man's never gonna tell that he was raped because a man can be raped. I was just about to say that. I was no. just about to say it's just like rape. They yeah. be embarrassed. Right. What man you ain't gonna say? I my woman beat on me and she abused me. And she, and she took the meat. Mm-hmm. Well, it ain't I mean, it ain't so much. Go ahead, e. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, that's one element too. But at, at the same time, even if like um Let's say a dude does say it, nobody's gonna believe it, and nobody's gonna take it seriously. Like, very rarely does anybody take it seriously. That, like, if if I was to say, "Yeah, man, my girlfriend beat me up," why are you letting her beat you up? They they automatically throw it back on you. Mm-hmm. So that's that's. that's can I can I tell you can I tell you why some men would allow women to beat them up? Go ahead. Because. It's unfair in our society, but it's so true. Soon as he put his hands back on her, then it's gonna be the narrative up and he messed her up and da da. Nobody's gonna think about the fact that she was in there throwing bowls and throwing punches and knocking him out. But soon as he put his hands back on her, first thing gonna be said is, Oh, cuff him. 
The first thing they're going to do when they get there is cuff you. True. But just like a woman leave after the first time a man put his hands on her, like she's supposed to, he could leave the first time she put her hands on him. That's so, so true. That's true, too. Like he chose to stay there, just like the woman at first chose to stay. That's true. Until they have a reality check and a couple of black eyes and broken ribs. Or death. Would it be? See, I feel like that would never happen. I want to go that far, but that's the end result, yes. Go ahead, Legacy. Um, I just think uh, something Don Allen said, and, and, and it is, it's um taboo in society that um we 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 first of all we're taught as men that we're not supposed to put our hands on a woman, even if she hits us. True. That's what you know. That's 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 just taught, and I don't know. Who would tell somebody that it's okay to let somebody put their hands on somebody? I'm okay with defending yourself. Um, but I'm not okay with you being the aggressor. Mm-hmm. Um, no woman should put her hands on a man because with every reaction, there is with a every reaction. action, there's a reaction. Um, hey, Adrian. Hey, sis. So when I when I hear hey Adrian, when I when I hear about abuse, we were taught mentally or uh, subliminally that when we hear the word abuse, we, we go straight to a woman image that mm-hmm. she's the only one, and children are the only ones that can be abused. Mm-hmm. Is you? I've I've never seen any flyer or poster where a male was the image that was portraying abuse. He's always portraying um, the abuser. The abuser. Right. And, and it's crazy. Hold on. But oh, when I think crazy. about abuse, you know, we think about abuse. Um, it's more. It's more mental than it is physical now. And it's a more serious um, topic because some people feel like, you know, mentally you can control someone. Um, Plain mental abuse. I've never been a person to put my hand in. Huh? Could you explain mental abuse? What did you say, E? Could you explain um, from, from From what I understand of it, Mental abuse is um, emotionally being derogative, um, talking down, belittling, mm-hmm. uh, making someone feel that they're not worth anything, uh, <laughs> making them feel beneath life itself. Um, it's almost a form of bullying. True. So most people, so when I think about you know abuse, Especially being a man, Don Allen and Ezra both was right. When you, if the police, if if I call the police and say, "Hey, my chick is beating this out of me," get here. When they get there, they're not there to arrest anyone. They're there to see what's going on, and they are there to 
trying to get understanding of why a man is calling talking about his wife is whooping his ass. Okay, but so when the Adrian, narrative goes, Adrian said, the narrative I goes when. Go ahead. The narrative Go ahead, goes when a woman calls. When when a woman calls nine one one, they come there to arrest somebody. True. And when they get there, and that woman is crying. Regardless if she's been touched or anything, she could not have been touched. They are going to handcuff the man and sit him in the car, having yeah. having no proof, having had no marks, right. no bruises. That man is going to get put in that car, and they're going to tell me it's for everyone's safety. And she has the first opportunity to speak and sell her story. True. And then, if it, 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 I'm going to tell you this. It just depends on how fine and how dramatic that woman is because police officers are human too. True. And they feel like they got away with women because if she's been in a distress mode and that, that individual that come there may have an infatuation from how beautiful she is, he, he can play the hero role. Uh -huh. And you're going to jail. Yep. No proof they will tell you, you will let the courts, we'll let the courts figure that out. But tonight you got to leave here. And they take you to jail. So when I hear domestic, when I hear about domestic abuse, I, I mean, you have to really dig into it and, and be able to get both sides of the story because I believe if it's going to be domestic abuse, both parties need to stand to jail and let the judge sort it out like that. One yeah, person right. shouldn't go to jail. Well, uh, Adrian said, um, I suffer from mental abuse so bad from an ex. I had PTSD for two years after their relationship. So what I did was I did a Google search. It says psychological abuse, often called emotional abuse, is a form of abuse characterized by a person subjecting or exposing another person to behavior that may result in psychological trauma, including anxiety, chronic depression, or post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. I have another comment. DeAndre Jackson says, Tonya, what's up, bro? Good evening to the panel. Hey, how you doing, D? What's up, I'm DeAndre. Trey, what's good, baby? Adrian what, uh, said exactly what what uh, Legacy was saying about how we were taught as men to um, even, uh, to never lay hands on a woman. I was taught that, but then my mom put a little spin on that. My mom said, this is what my mom said, just like Legacy said. When I was growing up, my mom said, if you're not the if you're the aggressor, don't put your hand on a woman. My mom said, but if a female is sitting up there whooping on your ass. My mama said, I don't care who she is. My mama said, tear that head up. And if they want to get mad and get upset about it, she said. Hold on, Donnella. Adrian says, all of that, I suffered from that. I hate to keep cutting y'all off. When the comments come in, I'm cutting y'all. So I'm putting you in advance. I'm pointing to y'all. Huh? What? I'm pointing to y'all. 
Oh, oh, let me tell you, my rule is, because I'm not going to sit here at like, depending on how you piss me off, I hit you real quick. But one thing about me, anybody that know me, I'm going to lock the door and I'm not going to call the police. You'll wind up calling my mama or my brother or sister before I would. Not the police. Not the, You even call the police, we done. I hate a police ass nigga. I just, like, listen. My so I'm going to be a police because if you hit me, I'm going to make sure you spend a few nights in there. Nah. Damn, he's a snitch. Damn, he's a snitch. I'll call him. Oh, yeah. He's going to be the first one to come bar me out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. For me, he say, man, if a woman hits you, you get out, you get out the area, you know, make sure you okay. Go back to the house. Wait till she sleep. Get you a bucket of water and dump it on her. That's what he told me. He either said that or go around the corner and pee in the cup. Throw that on her. Hey, mother in love. Hi, Miss Beverly. <laughs> so my, my opinion, I don't condone men putting their hands on women, but if you provoking a man, you put your hands on him. But like, I'm 37. I don't put my hands on men unless I'm ready for that fight. And I'm, I'm expecting to hit back. Because we finna fight for real. Because I'm going to put my hands I, on you. We should be fighting. Because I, I call for Hit me back. Hit me back. You know what he's going to be like, hit me. Hit me. Hit me. <laughs> hit me. <laughs> when push comes to shove, it'd be, it be a whole nother thing. Yeah. Go ahead. No, nah, that's all I was saying. Like women to say, yeah, hit me then, hit me, blah, blah, blah. Hit me. Hey, right. So you hit so you hit her. She he hit me. He calls that my left eye. First this, of all, this is the thing that I don't understand. Now listen, listen, oh, hold on. Tony, before you go, let me say there is a time that I think there is a time that I think a man should take should take a should take a ass whipping from his cheek and not and not fight back at all. When? And that is if you got, got God damn God damn. We all told him. If he gets if he if he gets caught cheating and that woman is destroyed and she caught him and she go to swinging on him, man, just ball up. Take the links and she and then you know grab her, you know, after a while because she really ain't been a person that really fights you anyway. So I believe sometimes you have to take an ass whipping because you did something. Nah. It depends on the woman. Yes. Because you get a woman like Tayama or me, ain't no balling up. All the balling up in the world is not gonna help you from these blows. Ain't no powders over here. Ain't no powders. Listen. Especially listen, when you make listen, me mad and jump that don't make no sense. My um, listen, my ex, my ex, my second ex wife, she tried to hit me with a car, but I didn't call the police. What a what? She tried to hit me with her car. Oh, you must have showed your ass for real. No, because I told her my truth. Because I told her the truth, my truth. And I, for I told her my truth, and she tried to hit me with her car. Found by right. Had to be. A I probably would. If, if you talk about what I think you're talking about, I probably would have tried to run you over twice. I would have tried to run you over twice. 
this, this is because my thing. One forward and reverse to be a second time. I think maybe you guys, maybe <laughs> maybe all of you on the panel and, and you guys down in the comment section, please shed some light on what I'm about to say and, and, and try to make me understand. Because I just can't fathom the idea of me and a person being in a relationship and you've been there, let's say, two years or three years or even six months and everything appears to be physically and spiritually and emotionally and everything going perfectly. Good sex, good vibes, good energy. You know, you, you build an empire, you have beautiful conversation, and then all of a sudden someone feels that they have the right to place their hand on you. I, I, just, I just can't understand that. I've never been in an abusive relationship. I have seen them. I had a friend that was so crazy that he didn't feel it was a guy. He didn't feel that his partner liked him or loved him unless they were beating him. Mm. And, he would, and he would provoke them. I don't mean a beating. I mean like like not drag out tire irons, big wheels, um, pogo sticks, boom well, handles. <laughs> no, for real, for real. One step I, from I see you, damn that dead. And and I saw this, and 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 then when I would try to come between them and stop it, and they'd be like, "No, you know, he loved me. He ain't gonna do it no more." Blah blah blah. blah. What? That, that wasn't <laughs> love. You know what? And oh, go ahead, finish. No, some, make me understand. I that's that's part of the reason I was telling the um the girl out girl I'm with. I was like, man, I ain't gonna lie. If we have girls, I can't be the one to, to beat them because, like, I think that I'm doing this because I love you. I think it links. So if a girl's get beat by a guy, like, I'm doing this because I love you. Oh, well, my dad, you're making sense. So that's that's so maybe, you know, that person was in a similar predicament. I think um, like a lot of psychological behavior. Well, I know it starts in childhood and it sticks. So True. that's that's my two cents on that. I, I will say this, sir. Uh, I've never thought about it that way before. Nikki says that's not love, that's fatal attraction. But I never thought about it like that before, the way you just said it. When you get a spanker that is not and say, I do this because I love you. And how it can be they have an adult. Huh? Those are those are those are two different types of ass whippings. But that's right, right. But it still could resonate no, 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 as an adult no, no, no. like that. Tiama has said that way before now. And and she she says that all the time that her dad has never disciplined her physically. But this crazy I, lady right here that told my my hair. I have a nine-year-old daughter. Nikki and said both should just walk away. If it's gonna be like that, but I have a nine-year-old daughter, and my discipline—if I have to spank her—has nothing to do with somebody taking their hand and busting up against her face. If you, there, as Tiama and T Savage have both said, you have to teach your children the difference between the two. There is a there is a discipline, and then you can't discipline another adult. So nobody can't beat your face and tell you that they love you 
when and then you and then you psychologically connect that my daddy spanked me when I went in the store and stole and I got a popping for that so that now let that that allows me to let another man beat me. No, it doesn't. I got a question. Do you want to run that risk? Are you I am gonna have to run it because I'm gonna discipline my daughter. Now we just did a video, I don't know if you've seen it, Ezra, but um for the viewers also. A few weeks ago we did a video, it was called um protecting our daughters. So mm -hmm. go back and watch that video. It's, it's um on the on the YouTube channel. And basically what the video was was telling us was like um Ezra and um Legacy was saying, you know, basically you become a product of your environment. You you become what you see. You know, this little girl, she grew up watching her father beat her mother. So when she got older and she started dating a guy and he beat her, she didn't leave because to her that was normal. No. It's like, you know, because she, she knew her mom loved her dad and her, her mom didn't leave. Mm -hmm. So I, to show that I love this man here, although he beat my behind on a daily basis, I can't leave because I love him. And that's a form of love. So when her dad stepped to the plate and was trying to um, beat the boyfriend up to keep the boyfriend from beating his daughter, she took her man's side, her boyfriend's side, because, Dad, this, this is vulnerable. This is what you taught me. Well, yeah. Um, can I say this? It, the behaviors is it's a learned thing, and it's also those behaviors can also come from previous relationships as well. Because mm -hmm. I've been True. with someone who, when I get angry, when I may have gotten angry, um, I may have balled up my fist, but it's not balling up my fist because I want to hit you. I'm balled up my fist because I'm so angry. I'm just thinking, calm down, get yourself together, don't do whatever. But that person, because of the fact they've been in a relationship where they've been abused, oh, you going to hit me? That's what you get ready to do? You get ready to hit me? That's what you going to do? You hit me. Hit me. That's what you need to do. If that's what you need to do to feel better. And I'm just like, I'm just balling up my fist because I'm angry. I'm not trying to hit you. Why don't you, why you don't never smack me? Why don't you never hit me? Why don't you never, I don't want to hit you. I don't right. want, have you been with somebody that dogged you that bad and that screwed you up that much mentally that you don't feel like I love you because I ain't never smacked you across the face. Or I ain't never smacked you in your head. Or I ain't never beat you. I ain't never punch you. So you feel like I don't love you because I ain't never smacked you up. Like have that person jacked you up that bad. Well, Adrian said, but some people think that's the abuser's way of showing love. Mm -hmm. Another thing that, that and I'm I'm talking a lot because my brother say I don't speak enough. So you don't. You don't. <laughs> but uh what's it called? Um another thing that's not mentioned. Um it could be one thing, right? People say, Well, I'm doing this because I love you. Also, have we have we ever thought about that? Uh, pain is included in the package of any relationship. So, like, man, you know, they hit me, but I know they're not showing me love, but, you know, in relationships, bad things happen. We're going to get hurt. And that just might be a, a, you know, it's included in that box when I'm dating so-and-so or when I'm with blah, blah, blah. You know, that's one right. thing. Man, like, why people make... <laughs> Well, I, for, um, Esther I, says I, I, Adrian, she agrees with you. 
I think sometimes, you know, E, um, I'm a, I like what Don Allen said, and that's interesting what you said. I just think that sometimes, you know, we it's, it's definitely something learned. Like, for instance, uh, me growing up, um, and this one reason why no woman that I've ever dated would ever tell you that I've ever got angry enough or mad enough to want to put my hands on them. Uh, me getting angry would be me staying out later than what I'm supposed to, trying to find something else to get in, uh, to to get get past that what I'm feeling. But for so get his ass whooped for real, huh? So I said to get your ass whooped for real. Tell him, you don't change the locks on that ass. Come home, can't get in. No, my no, key no. broke. Nah, your key ain't broke. I changed the locks. That part. But I just, um, my, I watched my mom, and I don't, I don't really share this story, um, a lot. I probably have shared it maybe four times in my entire life. Um. When I was Nikki about, said, I will walk away from something less. So putting your hands on me is a no-no. I just thank God I have never been in an abusive relationship. I feel for anyone who has, woman or man. Um, I remember being nine, and my mother had a um, boyfriend she was dating. And um, we stayed in an apartment complex. And um, one night, my, I guess, you know, and at this time, my mama, she was taking care of three boys. So we all were staying in a uh, we were standing in a one-bedroom house. And so my mother had a bed in the, in the one in our room. And we had a, uh, our bed with, the, you know, we had a little curtain thing that blocked off or whatever. And um, I remember the gentleman came over to the house. And me and my brother was uh, in, the, in the living room. And he came in and went in, my, well, went in our room and um, closed the door. And I remember hearing my mother telling him, you know, no, no, no. Uh, just open the door and you need to leave or whatever. And uh, he didn't want to leave. So me being the oldest brother, I go to the door and I'm trying to open the door, but he's, he has his back to the door. And um, you were about four foot three? No, I was probably about three, three and a half. That's the same height he is now. What's he talking about? <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm taller than you, Savage. No, you're not. Check it. Check. Let me finish my story. So, <laughs> as I'm pushing the door, trying to get in, the dude got his back to the door. And he don't want to let me in, and he ain't trying to let my mama out. But he got his back to the door. Uh -huh. So, I run in the kitchen. At that time, you know, they had them, them long butcher knives with the big wooden helmet. Uh -huh. So, uh, yeah, I remember them. So, so, <laughs> no, answer said, Mr. Legacy, you don't need to put your hands on anyone. Your mouth does the job. Yeah, because you got that short man complex. That's what that is. <laughs> so, I go it's to the door, I go to the kitchen, and I come back with the butcher knife. And you know, I don't know if y'all had these doors going up, but the, they look like door, they doors, but they not, they hollow in between. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm beating on the door and I tell him, I say, you better let my mom out the room, let my mom out the room. And he was like, go sit down somewhere. So I took the knife 
thinking I'm not going to stick through the door, but I stabbed the door. Boom. The butcher knife went through the wood and went straight into his lungs. And all, when I brought the knife back out, it was just blood on it. I'm like, what the heck? So I hear him hit the floor. My mama moved him out of the way and she opened the door. And when she opened the door, he was there bleeding to death right there. So my mama took the butcher knife out my hand. And she was like, go next door, call the police. So the police came and everything. Um, I hadn't already told my brothers, you know, don't say nothing. So when the police came, they bring animals. Even as a child, you know how to be a criminal. Don't say nothing. <laughs> That's not being. You know what? Y'all don't leave legacy alone. I got you. Alma <laughs> says, what happens if you are in an abusive relationship, mentally, emotionally, or even physically, and what and want to get out of a situation, yet you might not be able to due to financial problems or other circumstances? I don't believe I will say this to you. By any means, then you any, can't, you your can't life fix is, your financial problems regardless. Your life this is, is worth more. I've seen people that have left with nothing and started all over again. Your life means You can't pay your life if you're dead. Right. I think, I think this is why it's so good to have a great family net to where you got people that are willing to take you and your children in and remove you out of this situation because it's way much harder to evict yourself from a home and abuse with three or four kids when you have nowhere to go. Exactly. That's why and some people don't have family. And, so and that's, why it's always best, that's why it's always best to remember that sometime in life, you have to go back across the bridge. And Respecting your mom and dad and aunties and uncles while you're growing up allow you to have those avenues and treating friends right allow you to have those avenues to escape. When you don't have no way to escape from and to go to, it makes it that much more deadlier and that much harder to leave. I'm going to say this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ezra. To answer Alma, um, what happens? Well, Alma, there's there's organizations out there for help. One, definitely the police. Two, friends and family. Three, there's a phone number right there at the bottom of the screen, the National Domestic Hotline. There's two numbers there to call. Um, so you got to reach out to them. Some of those phone numbers, some of those agencies, even in the city of West Palm Beach, they have a 211 um, help, help line. They, they can refer you to different agencies and different sources, resources that's in the city. Um, most cities have a two-on-one line, and that's usually a, a helpline for your city within your, your jurisdiction. Um, so, so definitely reach out and you know to somebody. You know, you got to make it known, make it verbally, because I mean, no one can help you if you don't cry for help. Like I said, this is a cry for help. That's the name of the topic. Domestic violence is a cry for help. So, um, and it, and it's so sad, you know. And sometimes you you know you may feel that you can't go to friends and family because they may be friends or family to the abuser. They may go back and tell the abuser. They may run their mouth. So you can't trust that person. Try your mm -hmm. pastor. Tr you know, tr tr you know, if you're a member of a church or a synagogue, try your pastor. Um, you know, maybe speak to your HR director on your job. Um, they're full of resources. Yeah. Um, 
but definitely do something. And don't stay there and be abused because what happens when the abuser goes too far and now you're dead? You know, even if you're in a situation where you may have children in the situation, um, they even have better wives or better women um, situations where they could place the, 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 the woman and her children. Um, there's there's places and organizations out there. So definitely reach out and, and make it be known to somebody, but don't just stand there and or stay there and do nothing. Yeah. Go ahead, E. Man, that was that was a better answer than mine, man. Hi. <laughs> Hi, going there to save my life. Yeah. I was just gonna say if you got feet, you got a ride, and if you got a car, you got a house. True that. What about the people who don't have a car or a house and they have these children? You try to get into these shelters and get turned away because I know people that have been turned away from shelters with children. So it's like, what do you tell them? Like, you can't come stay with me. So you go to the police department, you go to the firehouse, you go, you go, you keep going. Yeah, you, uh, if, if it's, if it's, situation like if it's life or death man if if you in a situation like that and you ain't got nobody no money honestly man i'd go to like dcf say hey man i need to turn my children all <laughs> i'm sorry Elsa said yes he's savage short man complex that's why he's so loud all the time Elsa. miss Elsa. uh-huh but Savage is dead right when it comes to the um there's a major especially here in West Palm Beach, Rivera Beach, Florida, there's a major shortage yep. of shelters here for women that are being abused and, and kids not having nowhere to be at in that matter. And I mean when you I mean when you go to a place like that and they tell you there's nothing, I'm sorry, we fool, there's nothing we can do. It's like actually taking that mother and them children and actually lining them up on the wall and say, shoot me. Because I'm going to tell you quick, I remember it had to be like in 2010, over here off of um, 27th, oh no, 28th Street in Rivera Beach. I there A man killed his wife and like four kids across the street from the church. Mm. And the crazy thing was two of the kids that was in the house were, were the neighbor's kids. He allowed them two kids to leave the house. He told them, go home. We won't be seeing you anymore. He told those two kids to go home to their parents. As he let them walk out the door, he turned around and shoot the mama in the head. Boom. And then turn around and shoot each of those kids and kill them. They were right across the, um, the street uh, from Hilltop Church of Christ. And I just don't under, I, I don't, I couldn't fathom blowing my, my kids' brains out because I'm that upset about anything. I mean, I don't understand it, but I definitely know when they went and told more about the story that it was told that this woman had reached out to several 
organizations, lamp, um, what's the um, these organizations right around here, and all they kept telling her was we didn't have any room. So she had, so they made her go back to the abuser because nobody else in her family, or even if she had family here or not, she didn't have anywhere to go take her kids. So when we don't have, when you don't have funds, when I mean, it should it could have been so easy for any organization to have said, "I'm gonna put you and your kids up in a motel for two months until we get a spot for them." Or, 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 or even if they didn't have the funds to pay for a hotel, let's say if they have a facility where they have um, mothers and kids living, and let's say just using Tayama for example, let's say Tayama is one of the better wives and she got three kids in in a room, okay, and then Savage comes with her two kids. Well, we don't have no more beds and no more room, but we could put a blanket or a cot and squeeze you in here. And guess what? Tiama gonna understand because she's in the same situation. Yes. So we to push you back out there. So exactly. We're gonna, little, we're gonna be a little crowded and tight, but y'all gonna be safe. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's 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 definitely it's definitely like Savage say it's definitely a shortage um, in West Palm Beach for um, protections and stuff like that. But another thing too is a lot of families. When you when you when they do go get assistance for that type of thing, a lot of people try to move you out of that state uh-huh. and, and send you somewhere else where you can start over and they're gonna help you with the fundings. But a lot of a lot of those abused people don't want to leave the area that they're in. So they also tie the hands of the people who trying to help them. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's domestic violence is really one of the hardest things to deal with because it's just it's just unpredictable because like I told you a story one time I went to go get into a domestic violence situation with my sister's boyfriend and on the she done told me he done beat her up so me and a few more people and then I got people that's in Georgia. Lined up to go handle this, but Ooh. as I'm on my journey to go there, I, I, I get a phone call telling me, "Hey, you cry for help, and then when they help you, you go right back." So go a lot of that, people burn their resources, and that's exactly what it is, Tiana. Right. And she on my way there, this girl called me and told me. Bro, what you doing? Oh, I'm in raw. Don't you come up here with all that stuff? <laughs> I've seen it. Legacy, I've seen it so bad to where just like that video with Tim Bay about, you know, they come to her rescue, but she gonna say, why you put your hands on my man? Oh, Lord, and go running to him, trying to protect him. Oh, baby, are you hurt? Are you okay, baby? You good? You don't want to tell me. Crazy tell. Now you gonna get mad. Now, and then I've seen it so I've had a friend that his sister would not call him or talk to him after he beat up her boyfriend. After he done beat on her. Talking about you ain't have to put your hands on him. 
You could have left that alone. I just told you he hit me. See, I'm I feel like you only you only call for backup if you know you're done. You have to be hey, man. sure. Because right. the backup numbers that I have, you don't dial those if you're on that bus. You don't call if you're playing. Yep. Is this because once you dial these numbers, ain't no coming back from that. Yep. Answer me this question. My here. brothers are psycho. I don't do it. I know somebody that um hold on. Let me show this comment real quick. Kamal said Kamal said I have uh, recommended two to eleven to many people and they always seem to be able to help people with needs. Yes, I gave out that number. I'm not really correct. It depends on it honestly, it depends on what time of the month you call some of those numbers because most of the time they give their funding out in the beginning of the month. You call yep. at the end of the month, you might be SOL to the, the new yep. month start. What are you supposed to do in that time gap between when they die. get additional funding? And die. it's crazy, but that's what it is. Both Let me die. tell you, we'll be up under a bridge or something, because I can't take it. Okay, right. Yeah. Right, sis, that's real. Right. But answer me this question. Answer this question. Adrian said, Don't call me if you don't mean it. Don't Amen. call I don't be Adrian. Don't call me in vain. You call me because this nigga sure not doing this. Don't call me unless you want some action. Kamal said, Women 100% get help. Men, they tell them where to put, I'm sorry, where to go, but it's nothing like the help they have for men. See, for women. He meant to say, meant to say for women. Now, I will agree with yeah, you, Kamal. They don't give help to women, to men like they do women. Mm-mm. Because they're going to laugh in his face when he's reporting. Exactly. I just want to say, Kamal, um, hope you had a wonderful anniversary. I don't know if you saw yes, that. Yeah, video, But we definitely dedicated a, a, a segment in there for you. So you may want to go back and look at um, the last video. Um, that you wasn't on with us live, but we, we definitely gave you a shout out and definitely thought about you. So happy anniversary. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary, Mr. Shorty Doo Wop. Where my remote at? Okay. Kamal <laughs> said if someone tells a woman they are full, there are other opportunities. I have a friend who get these calls in the midnight hour due to her job, and they always get help. But that's one particular area. Like I'm pretty yeah. sure nothing from all. That's you know that's one specific area. There are other areas that are not as reactive as the area that your friend is in, especially yep. in neighborhoods with low class, you know, citizens. Answer, answer this no. question. I have, a, I have a, a, a female friend of mine. She was in two previous relationships. Um, one, she stabbed the spouse, and one, she mm-hmm. um, shot the spouse. Is that insane? God, These two different spouses? Two different relationships. Think, so. think about it, Anya. What you talk about? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so is that is that crazy or insane? I think it is. If I got, if I have to hurt you, if I have to hurt you physically or call the police, I don't need to be with you, like ever. Like if I'm, if I feel in danger in my life, I, I can't. At this point in my life, mm-mm. stabbing and shooting, I'm gonna risk my freedom to prove in a point. In my defense, in my defense, 
we were 19. He's talking about his friend, so what you talking about in your defense? He didn't say tell y'all, he said a friend. Fat mouth self. I was ready to hang on my Oh, yeah, but we don't. But this dude was big, so it, I had to bring him to my side. But let me let me ask yes, y'all. Yes, I asked the fifth. He was pretty big. He was big. This dude was big. How many people on this I panel? Have witnessed them their father abusing their mother or their mother abusing their father. And what I mean by that, I don't always mean physical. I'm talking about emotionally and verbally when it comes to living in a house where these individuals are supposed to love y'all, but they show traits of abuse. Me. I, I grew up in a house with very private parents, so they were the type of parents that adult situations or things they were dealing with were never brought up in front of us. They never, like, I've never witnessed them argue. They've never had an argument in front of us, and that's a rare case. It's rare because everybody I know freaking argue that's married, but we grew up. We never saw them argue. We never witnessed anything like that. They were very private about adult affairs. So, not in my household. My dad will do one thing and tell you straight up, don't you ever let no man do that to you. A man put his hands on you, kill him. <laughs> Esther said, what if you are afraid for your life? What if you want to leave but your life is being threatened? Because keep in mind, this person knows pretty much everything about you. And that's true, too. What if you want to leave, you want to go to somebody's house, but he know where you be at. He going to go to everybody's house to find you to figure out where his woman at. Like y'all say, each one of y'all have brothers and cousins that did, whomever y'all date understand that to do something to either one of you brings about a whirlwind of trouble. Now, the only way a man goes to another, let's say you at your brother's house. The only way a man goes to another man's house to talk to his spouse is if he looks at your brother or sister or mom or daddy as weak. So if that individual already knows that, there, that if I go here, there's a chance that I'm going I'm to carry an ass whipping from going here. Most men, they will wait outside and somewhere away to try to catch that individual. And I do understand that there is some men that are crazy enough to do that. But when you're crazy enough to go to somebody else's house, that's where you're supposed to end up laying it for the rest of eternity. Right there. Your soul resides in hell right there when you come to somebody else's house looking to talk to somebody who asked you don't already walk. What's that, Dallas? Yeah. Well, what I was going to say was, when she said, how do you get out of that situation? Uh, well, let me see, Esther. And keep in mind, this person knows pretty much everything about you. What I would do is um, um, throw everything in a bag, if I could, whatever I could throw. If I have a car, 
get in that car, go and drive as far north or south as I can get and go to a no-tail motel where, there, where you don't have to sign a register or you don't have to use a credit card where you can use cash, even if it's an old nasty low-down city motel. Book into that motel under an assumed name. And don't use no credit card or nothing. Don't use no credit card to get gas. Go to the ATM beforehand. Get yep. out as much money as you can get out. Go, because uh, I know someone that had to do this, had to actually escape. Get as money, much money out as you can get out for your daily limit. And um, do everything cash. Your, your gas, your food, your everything. And lay low until you can get in touch with authorities or whatever and let them know that this person is threatening you. Kamal said police are frequently attacked by the person that made the distress call when the police begins to handle the aggressor. When they call the police, they automatically assume that the male is the aggressor and put him in the car, like you said, to try to fill out the situation because they feel like the man is less of a threat than a female, but if you get that right female, she's going to be even more of a threat than the man is, okay? And you know why she's more of a threat? Because the average the average police officer, especially that lives and grew up in your neighborhood and kind of knows you and went to school, they're not going to be as, they're trying their best not to be as physical with that woman than they are with a man. So I agree with you on that, Savage. They're definitely not trying to, you know, battle that woman. And that allows the woman to be more aggressive due to the fact that they're not trying to be aggressive with her. Um, what is, what's wrong? But, um, what do y'all feel about, um, children watching watching the abuse um how do you think you know um verbal and physical abuse um like i i guess it's what ezra and savage said earlier about you know having that abuse um committed over and over and over inside of the house uh continually uh leaves um imprints in the brain and memory or and make it okay for the next person to be with them in life in a relationship, that that's a form of showing them? Is that a form of showing them this is how you love somebody? Yeah. I think yeah, I believe so. Potentially become either one of those. They could become the abuser or the abused. If I'm taught, if I'm a young man and I see my dad beating on my, beating on his wife, you know, hey, well, She's still with him, so hey, I don't think there's nothing wrong if she step out of line to get her back in line. You know, uh, my dad always told me, he said, hey, if uh, when you get married, you know, uh, go over to their house and observe their parents. How they treat each other is how you, uh, they gonna treat you. So when children, children are, you know, it's learned behavior. You know, if they see one parent abusing the other, either they say, hey, well, it's okay to, they accept the abuse. It's okay to be abused and to be the abuser. That's what, the way I look at it. Right. Go ahead, Donella. Oh, no, no. I, was, I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to say, I was going to say exactly what he just said. Yeah, it does because it shows them that, you know, this is the normal way that we communicate with each other. 
and this is normal. This is if, if they grow up thinking that it's normal, that's why I kind of said, I thank God that my mom and my dad, uh, that my mom and my dad got divorced before I was born. Well, not before I was born, but right after I was born. So my dad wasn't in the home because if I would have seen what my mom said, you know, went on between them, then I would have thought that was normal to do as well because they, they used to go back and forth on each other. They used to beat up on each other. And so. Kamal said, um, I did. My wife and I saw it and being the mushy people we are, one or both of us cried. <laughs> are you talking about our dedication to him? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kamal, you are hilarious. What's up, number two? Yeah, she's number two because your daughter's definitely number one. And she made it clear. <laughs> oh. She let Kamal know. Oh, no, no, you're not number one. I'm number one. But, but check it. I, like I said, I, I watched my mom go through that, and um, seeing that, um, and get you, two things helped mold me to never want to be an abusive man to a woman. Uh, one, enduring that, watching my mom go through that in my from the ages of um, six to ten, um, mm -hmm. going through that, and then. Get my ass whooped in the third grade by Ebony McDougal. Solidified. I want to meet her. I want to meet this this warrior. I want to meet this child female warrior as an adult. And I'm gonna give her a props, high five, and take her to lunch. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to run because I if I I said I never wanted to run into another one of her again. So the best way for me not to run into one of her again. It's just never to put my hand on a woman. And so those two incidents solidified that Legacy could never be a woman beater. Was well, she talking to you, Legacy? Everybody's talking to Legacy. Everybody's talking to her. Oh, you mad, mad. You big mad. <laughs> you can never be big mad. <laughs> All right, oh, so here's a question. I can be 100%, man. Go ahead, Ezra. Yeah, here's a question for the panel. Um, and it's one um, I have my answer, but, uh, you know, cause everybody to think if you witness somebody in an abusive relationship and uh, they want help, do you all like, they they verbally say they want help, but they're not leaving. What do you do? Who is the person that's saying it? Is it a stranger or is it a friend? Or who is it? It's 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 somebody close. It's a friend. Friend, family, that anybody. Stranger it could be my, my response would be, well, let's make a plan as to how we're gonna how we're gonna maneuver this and how we're gonna make this work. And I was me personally, I would seek outside resources from different organizations to put the plan into place and let's get this uh runaway slave plan together. We gotta get away from that abuser. Like well, my, my, mine would be slightly different because of the fact that if they've made it clear that they're not leaving, because you just said that they're not leaving. So so they made it clear they're yeah. not leaving, 
it, it, it doesn't matter what I put into place or what I what I um, suggest or decide or direct them to do. They're not leaving, so they're still going to be in that situation. Maybe they can't leave. Maybe he got the phone. Maybe he got her hostage. Like you never know how deep the abuse goes. Well, it it goes like what I think it was about two, three weeks ago. We was talking about how when people get kidnapped and they get kidnapped for so long that the kidnapper can actually go get a goddamn job and leave them home all day untied. Oh, the Stockholm syndrome, yes. Yeah, and they and they they actually home by themselves. Ain't nobody stopping them from leaving, and they can't leave the house. So sometimes that sin, I guess you know the stock Stockholm syndrome, it is it, another form of um control or abuse in those type of relationships also. So as they say in almost everything, if you can control the heads, you can control the mind, you can control the body, the body. period. Mm -hmm. Sometimes so, the mental is stronger than the physical. Definitely. Yes. But answer to that question and to that person is really, 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 there's nothing you can do to help them. Yeah. That's the answer to that. Ezra, um, is that a hypothetical situation or somebody you know? Uh that's that's a it's a hypothetical, but I arrived at that answer from witnessing witnessing the situation like that. Okay, so, so let me ask you let me ask you this here so I could probably better answer the question. When I say that I, I, I'm doing nothing because the person isn't willing to leave, so are they willing to leave? Um, I always say uh, nobody's willing until they do. Okay. Like, like, and when I say do, I mean that I, there has to be a substantial amount of action, not like, oh well, I got the paperwork or I. I the number you gave me to dial, I got it. Not until they actually put in the action something is, I don't think they're willing to leave. Oh, so I stand stern on my, my answer then. There's nothing I can do. Because no matter what I do or suggest, direct, um, put into put in action, they're going to stay there and, and, and receive those ass whoopings on a regular like, like it's normal. Because, I mean, um, Fortunately, I mean, the person that I saw wasn't killed, like, uh, they got hospitalized, and then, like, the gov like the government stepped in. But, um, like, uh, I just arrived at the situation, hey, man, you know, sit back and watch. You know, I mean, I can pray, but, I mean, that ain't going to amount to much if nobody work at nothing, you know. So... Uh, it's one of the things it's, it's hard, you know, like with people in relationships, I learned to stay in your place. Hey, you know, if they, you know, if they comfortable being in that situation, let them do their thing. You know, just get, you a big, just get you a big bucket of hot butter popcorn and just watch the show. I wanted to say that, but I ain't want to, you know, I ain't want to say hey, that. Ezra Some Tony. people just don't want to get out. They just don't want to. That they're, 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 they they love it. They're comfortable there. They don't feel that, that's their norm. That's become the norm. And if I can't get my norm, it's basically become like a drug to them. If I can't get my fix, my daily fix of 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 dysfunction, then 
I don't feel normal. I feel weird. I feel Let like there's something wrong with me if I can't get my daily fix of dysfunction. I may would agree with that, but even my mom will tell you, if everybody and their mom, they go against you because you're in this relationship, you could actually feel that you have no way out. My mom will tell you, it took my voice to say, if you leave him, I'll go with you. And then I finally told that nigga himself, you touch my mama again and I will kill you. So, and let me ask this question. You, I love my dad more than I love her, hands down. Let me ask you this question, everybody. Everybody on the panel, let me ask you this question. If Let's say you're there when the altercation takes place. It's your sister, your brother. Do you get physically involved in that situation? What is it that you do? Because as a, as a brother, as a father, I know, especially if it's my daughter or my nieces, it's hard for me as a man to sit there and watch this man pass this lick that rocked my daughter and knocked her to the ground. So at that time, I got a choice to make. Do I kill him? Or do I just try to intervene? Because I still can't remove that vision of a man putting his hand on my daughter in that way. See, I, I, have this I have a problem with I have a problem with thinking about a boy one day gonna hold my goddamn daughter's hand. So this is what you do, Chase. This is what you do. If you see him, you know, go to hit your daughter. Make sure you have your gun in your pocket, right? You go act like you finna hit him. Let him hit you and then shoot him. And there go the legality. You all good after that. But but I think I might need to, it just, I think you also gotta weigh your options out on if if you need to kill the other kill the other person too, because you don't want that person to either tell that story also. About you know you you shot him and he didn't do nothing to you. Not his person in court. The same person you was protecting, they using on the stand against you to convict you. Right. Kamal said the other side of the coin. When you watch that abuse happen, you may walk away saying, "I will never treat my spouse like that." So watching the abuse isn't a guarantee that you will repeat what you saw. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely, exactly. Kamal said, "Actions speak louder than words." That's for you, um. That for me to for me to answer that question. If I'm there and I'm witnessing the situation, and it's a family member, whatever, the thing is, when you're witnessing it, trust and believe that ain't the first time it happened. Because for that man to be that comfortable to do what he's doing and in your presence, um, is definitely not the first time. And yes. you, it's not the first time that you as a relative have heard about it. So, again, you got to ask yourself, is this person going to leave? And if I get up and do anything to this, to this dude, is she leaving? You can beat them behind closed doors all you want to. But you can't do it in front of me. What you want to do. But if you're doing that shiggity in front of my face, 
I'm not going to sit here last night and I ain't gonna do nothing. We're going to have a problem. A big one. Kamal said, if you need help, tell me. If you want to talk about the plan forever, they may not have committed to leaving the situation. Man, I'm going to say it like this. The platinum rule is treat people how they want to be treated. You see somebody get hit, you say, hey, man, you cool with that? If they cool with it, you cool with it. If not, then you step in. Well, I'll be with it. Okay. You also got to be careful with the stepping in, too, because you could be the only person laying that dead for stepping in, and they oh, end up still be together. If I'm stepping in, you better believe Lucy's stepping in on the side of me. I'm not stepping in on low. It's me, Lucy, and God. We riding together. Okay? The okay, three season. The Trinity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we riding together. This is a three seater. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Uh, Y'all need you to help me with these people on this show. Please help me. Yes, if you finna be anybody as that, like that, I'm cool with that. My especially my family or something like that. Right. You do it on your own time. When you decide mm-hmm. to do it in my space, that's when we got yep. a problem. Yeah, because now your disrespect that came to me. Right. It's like if you you ain't gonna do nothing no. I'm gonna in front of you and what? No. You got the right one, baby. Double negative. Uh-huh. You got the right one, baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now you Pepsi. But yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. You know, I ain't no better for going along with it. Y'all both crazy. Appreciate the backup, Apostle. Thank okay. you. You're welcome, dear heart. Oh, hold on. Hold on. The Shepherd's Heart AME Church of Royal Palm Beach. Contemporary worship for this present age. At the Shepherd's Heart, we're centered on Christ, focused on family, and united in love. We are a come-as-you-are church. No dress code, no judgment, no kidding. The Shepherd's Heart AME Church, where the pastor is yours truly, Reverend Liam Sal. We're an out-of-the-box ministry. Come. Break out of the box with us. Just in time accessories definitely have the bling and everything in between. Tiama Copeland is your independent paparazzi agent. Join her live online Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join her on Facebook at Tiama Sweetness Copeland. Follow her fan page, Just In Time Accessories, or you can find her on YouTube at Tayama Harris. That once again is Just In Time Accessories. Everything is only $5. Nickel and love-free jewelry. Tayama Copeland, independent paparazzi agent. Just In Time Accessories definitely have the bling and everything in between. Check her out. Zone. WTCZ Music Box Radio every Monday and Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, with your host, Apostle D. You can find it every Monday and every Wednesday at youtube.com forward slash D Man ABC3. 
Call in and request your favorite songs. Let's have some fun. The call-in number is 682-200-9345. The Chill Zone. WTCZ. Music Box Radio. Every Monday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. With your host, Apostle D. Check it out. Welcome, welcome back, welcome back. I just want to remind everyone that you're watching the Anthony Brown Show, this segment that we call the ATL Show. Um, it's been quite interesting, to say the least. Um, I'm, I'm just so baffled and, and toe all up in the head to think that grown people um, I, I still just can't imagine someone allowing someone to put their hand because my thing is once you put your hand on a person that means I'm trying to beat you into subjection to see things my way so if we're having a, a verbal ar- argument or verbal altercation that's fine we're, that's called communication I make it loud you make it loud but we're, we're communicating um and I'm a firm believer that we're not always gonna see things the same way but once I have to put my hand on you, then I'm trying to beat you into seeing it my way. That's almost like slavery. I gotta make you see it my way. You know, that's what master did to the slaves. They beat him until you saw things the way master wanted you to see it. They broke him down. They broke him down. Toby. You know, Toby. Toby. <laughs> you know, so that's that's my mindset is, you know. If I, like like Savage said earlier, if I have to put my hand on you, I don't I don't need to I don't think I need to be with you. I'm a, I feel that love don't not hurt. I mean, even Turner, the movie, what love got to do with it? The only reason she stayed with Ike all them years and put up with the abuse as long as she did is because she said when she was in her family with her mom and her sister and. Um, her mom and her sister left her. She knew how it felt to have that pain with somebody leaving you. And she didn't want to put that pain on Ike by leaving him. So she stayed and put up with the abuse. And that logic to me was still crazy. Yep. And even when she snuck out and got away, he found them. He found her. He had to call the mama to get the information, and she was dumb enough to give it. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you got to remember she was dumb enough to give it because the mama didn't even really like anime. You got to remember it was about the fact that he bought a house for her and he gave her money. Hey, so she Do y'all remember the movie that Tyler Perry had? When the young lady was gonna get married to Blair Underwood yeah. and the what mama, huh? I said, "What is it?" Can you say it again? I'm sorry. I don't, I don't I said, the, the movie that Tyler Perry had, where um, Blair Underwood was a man getting ready to be married, and he was beating on Mother's family reunion. Yeah, Mother's family reunion. 
And throughout that whole movie, you saw how the mother, who uh, really loved the, well, she loved money. So she really cared deeply for the, the light-skinned daughter more than the darker-skinned daughter. And she was telling her to endure the abuse because the man had money. To keep the coins coming in. Yeah, so because as long as the coins were coming in to her daughter, and she was controlling her daughter so that the coins would continually come in to her. Mm -hmm. So, and if you go even further than that, and you go back into the 40s and 50s and things of that nature, uh, mothers would tell their daughters that, you know, yeah, I know your husband did this to you, but you can't stay here no more, baby. You's married. You got to go back to him. Uh -huh. So, you know, abuse. Or, or they would, I don't mean to cut you off, ladies. Yeah, go ahead, or either they would even say, whatever you doing to make him so upset with you, you need to stop doing what you doing and yeah. get, your, get your act yeah. together because you're doing you doing something to Betty upset Ray Betty Wright said, don't blame Mr. Charlie. Mr. Charlie is just a man making hey, pop-ups hey, and excuses. Hey, just hey, win. Hey. He can. Shout out to Adrian. I heard him say, don't blame Mr. Charlie. Mr. Woo! Charlie is just a man. And he's doing the best he can. Oh, yeah. Yes, my big sister Adrian, we love us a Betty Wright. Yes. She's savage. She savage. Who sang that? Yeah. Who sang that? Betty Wright. Let her sing it. Rest in peace, Betty Wright. <laughs> don't don't go to my best friend. Don't and you ain't even saying how he's what, coming for you. Wait, Tay, what he said? Let her sing it. Ooh, you ate <laughs> Do I tell you to let Polo make they smell good? No. Tell him what my I say. Exoticallmasters.com. Win this bitch. Okay? <laughs> don't do me. Don't come from hey, away. Hey, 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 well, that is not your move. What's up, Savage? Savage, you did very good, baby. I loved it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, no, what is it going through over there? You okay? Adrian said you can talk until you blow in the face. People won't leave unless they are really ready. That's true, too. Okay, sis. pretty much. That's true. So they ready to leave. There's an yes. old song that they that, that's back in the day says when a woman's fed up, there's nothing you can do about it. R. Oh, I'm just gonna say side piece. That's our <laughs> So I, I think that's what it is. It takes a a time when a woman just has to get sick and tired, sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. But why is it? Why the pedophile said the pedophile said it best. The pedophile said it best. But what, my my thing is again, we're still changing the narrative to only about the woman. Me Let me help you. I want too. you to know. Let me tell you, I want you to know, in gay men relationships is one of the most violent relationships. Me and Tony so talked about that last night. That is fact. You'll see somebody, you'll swear he is fine to the gods, and you have no clue what he's going through on the regular. 
Mm, I feel like lesbian relationships are the most dramatic ever. Oh yes, God. <laughs> Every time I it's like they meet the somebody at Monday at 8 a.m. by by Tuesday at 8 p.m. They done already moved in. Like that, it's so dramatic. It's the same, it's the same with gay men, though. It's you know, all the time. I said all the time. Look, but the thing about what she said about lesbian relationship. Every time you've ever been to the club, every fight that was at the club, I ain't even gonna lie. You yeah, you had some fights between gays, but it was mainly lesbians fighting over a uh, one girl fighting over uh, somebody else's girl, or the or the, the girlfriend fighting the other girlfriend. It was just like I don't know what club you go to, cause honey and Palm Beach is always the boys. No, at at Cashmere, you trying girls. to fight a girl all the time. Not Cashmere. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, before we go any fight. further, I want to um. I want to give a shout out to Baps, Beauties, Applying, Precious, Sis. I got uh, four of my sisters that came in to watch the show. So shout out to Baps. Thank y'all for coming. Adrian, Shatwila, Destiny, we appreciate it. Thank y'all. Yes, we do. Baps, yes, we do. Apply, Precious, Sis. We thank huh? you for watching. We appreciate you. And definitely hit that subscribe button. Yes. Like and subscribe. subscribe. And, and, and type in ATL Ho. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody come give him his medication. I feel like every time he say ATL Ho, he call his own name. ATL Ho. Somebody give him his medication so he can go to sleep, please. Hold on, I got you. I got you. Somebody unplug his feeding too, please. You want to? You want to turn? That's right, Babs. This we gonna we gonna turn next, yo. Okay, unplug his feeding too, please. Hey, I wonder if we turn the volume up and we increase the channel button when he get taller. Let's see. Legacy. Stand up. <laughs> Legacy, you know I love you. I got to come for you at least once a week. At least so once a week. I just, so. to, I want to share with everybody just a quick because I'm, I've been waiting about three months for my um, video to be made. But anyway, definitely check out uh, I am so glad I'm not a part of none of the shade. Exotic the shade is real tonight. The shade. Exoticoilblack.com. We have designer fragrances in the form of oils, lotions, shower gel, bubble bath. Um, so definitely check out exoticoilmasters.com. You know what I'm going to do? Just because I don't need you shading me, I will I will get that done tonight, sir. I, I didn't so you don't shade me. I didn't shade you. Did you feel guilty? You know the juicy will speak. That's what they say. I do. How long you been waiting, Tony? Three months. <laughs> Mm-mm. Who who we talking about? I, I don't know. I, I ain't calling any names. <laughs> who, who, turn, who turned that camera on? D Lo. Okay. <laughs> the guilty will speak, whether it's verbally or uh uh, no uh, uh physically. Oh, really, Tony? Really, Tony? Really, Tony? What happened? What happened? What happened? What? Your, your finger just slipped. And put that up there. Man, your I just say we come in peace. We that was a good one, Tony. <laughs> Also, to remind you that the Anthony Brown Show, we also have merchandise. It's grinding to your shine. 
We have tees, we have hoodies, we have female shirts, male shirts, t-shirts, tanks. So definitely um, the link is in the bottom of the description so you can check out you know, order your shirts. T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, male and female. Grind until you shine. Oh, I'd like to give a shout out tonight to Miss Nikki, uh, Miss Esther, Miss Alma, my brother Ezra, my brother DeAndre that came through and gave some love tonight. I just want to thank y'all for um, coming out and supporting the ATL show, um, the Anthony Brown show. Um, I want to just um, give a shout out to T Savage for joining the show, uh, enhancing our group, making it that much more better uh, for the blueprint, because we are the blueprint, and we are the ones that let the world know that this is what a podcast is supposed to do. So uh, I just want to give a shout out and, and, and thank you. That's shame. Thank you for having me. That's shame. I'm not saying nobody. I ain't calling out. I'm just telling you them who they're watching. You did. Oh, that was good shame. Baby, that was a shame. We wrapped up all together in one. That's that was. <laughs> I saw you, T. I saw you. I saw you, T. My mama was slap grown people. I'm I'm there, my mama, y'all. And let me tell you, I'm 38. And she she can't say what she wants to say, y'all. She can't say what I, she wants to say. That's my mama was slap this baby right up that's out of me. That's domestic abuse. And, child and abuse. let me tell you, and let me tell you, that lady been in prison before she ain't scared. <laughs> Real mama, the topic of the show is about her. She's scared. And Mom Tony said the um show topic is about you. Honey, she been tearing heads since I was born. Okay. <laughs> since before. Uh, y'all saw her with the ducky because she liked to throw stuff around the corner. I'm just saying. Ma'am, Miss Mel don't play that hunty. Not the boomerang. Yeah. Let's not talk about boomerang. ATL, mom. They said domestic violence. Because I told them you ain't got no problem with hitting people's children. And she beat other people's children. Oh, you remember that? That was her saying. I beat other people's children, too. So, yeah, yeah, for real. Your mama's still going to that village. Yeah. She a village by herself. <laughs> I just want to remind everybody out there also, um, definitely support black businesses because black businesses definitely matter. Support black, black business owners. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're out there hustling. We're doing our thing. We're making it happen. We're making a change in the economy. So support black businesses. And I say, you know, and for black businesses, you know, just keep hustling. Hustling until your haters ask you if you're hiring. You better believe it! Yeah, yeah, I got a question. Yes. Just a random question. How do y'all feel about this new Asian movement this anti-violent Asian movement that's going on. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? where it's coming from. Well, I don't know because, about it, but I believe in anti-violence on anybody. I don't think nobody should uh, suffer violence. Yeah. Of course not, but I'm just yeah, asking what, y'all talking about this movement. Like, what, what, what Asian, is it multiple Asian people that have been attacked? Or is it just the one yes. person? Um, no, it's multiple Asian women, and multiple Asians, but they're upper in age. But let, no, let me let me let me let me just clear something. Let me help you. 
I don't want to hear shit about Asian women being attacked because when my black women are being attacked and murdered and the same Asian women and they, they fellow Asians are not on the front line talking about Black Lives Matter. I don't give a damn. I don't want to <laughs> hurt. But until they learn to stand with us, then guess what? You are just starting to feel that's, that's, that's how I felt. That's how I felt. You are just starting to feel. You are only starting to feel a sample of what black women and black men endure every day. What did what did Malcolm X say? Legacy. Malcolm X said the most disrespected human being on the earth is the black woman. He said He did say that. He did. Brother Malcolm said it. He did. All I know is when I heard about it, I don't want to I don't want to see anybody get hurt. But I'm just I thought about the same thing like Legacy said. You know, I'm not saying be quiet about it, but it just made me feel some type of way with all the stuff that's happening with with black women and black men and all of a sudden Asians are important. Not to say that they were not important before, but I don't know how to feel about it, how it's being pushed. Because nobody really pushed the black lives as long as they should have or as much as they should have. Yes. So, so I'm just wondering what you thought about that. It was your random. Little sample, your little sample of being attacked, your little sample of being abused, your little sample of being murdered here in the United States. The only difference is they have a you they have a embassy here in the United States where they have more money influxing and flowing into the United States that allows them to have a more of a voice when it comes to them being abused. They have UN nations that stand up in these places and say, we're not going to continually dump money in the United States. We're not going to continue to ship things into the United States if you're going to still continually allow our people to be attacked. I'm sick of that. When you learn, when you get a little taste of what we live through every day, stop crying as you tell us to do. Pull your bootstraps together and get your ass up and get it. The same way we endure it every day. Stop crying. We have died by the millions. Y'all say what? I said sex, sir. Sex. I'm sick of your belly aching and crying. My God, it's kids out here that's African American that's dying by police. And you getting a few of y'all got shot up? Bitch, you got years before you even talk to us about some pain. Sir, you just uh, can we can we pass the collection plate, please? The, the minister doctor. Minister Dr. Uh, Antonio has just preached a whole message. Let's pass the collection. Yes, yes, yes. Pass the collection plate. Okay. <laughs> yes, you have preached. Service is out. Well, I think we've basically covered our domestic violence topic. And now, and now we're just chit-chatting. Um, if you guys have anything else to say. ATL, ho. I tell you. I just want to say I enjoy myself every time I come on here. And I thank y'all for letting my crazy self back on the panel because I've done some things to get kicked off before. 
But I do appreciate you all letting me come back. Why you got to tell the people that? They ain't got to know that, sir. But we ain't kick you off. Yes, I did. He did. After I'm about to say, real. he coming up on there and um, Hawks and Tops and Days of Dudes, he needs to be kicked off. <laughs> right. But no, I just want to say thank you all for letting me, letting me come and be an honorary part of your family. Because y'all is just the bomb. All y'all is wonderful. Y'all crazy as hell. But I love every ancient answer one of y'all. Pray you, mean, you mean y'all crazy? Uh, I pray my strength in the Lord. No, he I meant one of the ones that Jesus left and right and, and down. Hey, listen, listen. <laughs> Before you leave tonight, I need you to let the world know the blueprint, baby. The blueprint. What's the right blueprint? here. ATL. Oh, ATL. ATL. And on that note. Mama, can I play Megan B My nigga too bold to go. These other niggas basic. Say what? Say what? Yeah, who was that? ATL show. Come and lie. Speak about the world. Know that we are still. We got Anthony, Tiama, Legacy, the podcast. On God, we're taking over with the ATL show.